Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to today's show of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. Okay, so this is a different kind of show. I haven't done one like this before. It's sort of like a review of a documentary that I recently watched. So I was at a networking meeting and the presenter talked about this documentary, which is called It's Not a Burden. It's by filmmaker Michelle Boyanair. And she tells the story about being the caregiver for aging parents, the joys and struggles that are, you know, come into play with that. And what's interesting is that she talks about caring for her own parents, but she also provides like a a look into the lives of other families and their different situations in caring for their parents. So they're all from like different backgrounds. Um, They all have different challenges and personalities. And it's really interesting because it explores the frustrations and fears that we have when we're the caregiver for a family member. But it also shows what positive can come out of being a caregiver. You know, when the role reverses and you are now the caregiver for your mom or dad, that there's actually some beauty in that. And there's some some wonderful things and some joy that can actually come out of that. So in talking about and this, what we're going to talk about through this whole show is about this documentary. But I want to give you a little background on how many people are caregivers in the United States. So I pulled up the 2020 AARP report, and it says that we have 48 million caregivers. Yes, 48 million in the U.S. that are caring for someone over the age of 18. And the majority of those are people who are, are seniors. So 26% of Americans are caring for someone with Alzheimer's disease. 23% say caregiving has made their own health worse. And family caregiving spans across all generations. So it's boomers, Gen X, Gen Z, millennials. We're all, we're all caregivers. <laughs> Although in another report I read, it is definitely women over 50 tend to be, I think it was like 68% our caregivers are women. Um, and then 61% of family caregivers are also working. So they're caring for a family member and they're still working too, maybe working full time, which is, you know, a lot. I can't even imagine. So as I watched the documentary, it just reminded me of families over the 14 years of the different families that I have helped to either find you know, caregiving in the home, to find senior housing, to move on to independent, assisted, memory care, whatever it may be, to find some resources to help them. And so I found it interesting as I watched, I was taking notes and because I'm just that kind of nerd. But anyhow, (laughs) I just, as I made the notes, because each situation, each family that they highlight it, it was just like perfectly demonstrated. I'm going to call them like the four main types of families that I talked to. And 
I'm just going to go over those with you. And I just kind of I gave them little names. And when you watch the documentary, you'll know who I'm talking about in them through this. So first, there's the sandwich generation. The sandwich generation is called that. You've probably heard that term. I've mentioned it before, but they're called that because they're like a sandwich. They are the ham and cheese in the middle. So they're, you know, taking care of on one side, they're taking care of their own family, their kids, they're working full time, you know, they're doing all of that. And then on the other side, they're caring for an aging parent. And so they had in the documentary, this poor dad They never mentioned the mom, so I'm assuming he was a single parent. But this guy is working hard. He's working full time. He's taking care of his kids. He's running them to soccer practice or wherever they were going. Um, They're driving through getting dinner. And then he's going and taking care of his mom, too. Super um, common. I mean, I talk to people all of the time that this is their life. And a lot of times they need help. And a lot of times they don't want to, I I don't know if they don't want to, or they just are so caught up and so busy that they can't stop to figure out what help there is out there. And there is help and we can find you some help and so that you don't have to be in this overwhelming situation. Because it really, it just makes my, my heart hurt for people who are just going, going, going. I mean, you just can't do it all. It's just so much. And when you see this poor guy and all that he's doing, it's just, you know, it's, has so many people out there are living this exact life. The second type of family is the guilt-ridden caregiver. And I just called him that because this is a person who they don't think about themselves at all. It is they're, you know, taking care of their mom or dad or whoever. Caregiving is their top priority. They feel that no one, no one can help them. It's their duty. They have a lot of Guilt, just the thought of bringing someone in to maybe sit for a couple of hours so that they can go do something, go to church, go shop or go meet with a friend. They just know they just can't do it. If they're too guilty, this is my mom. No one else can care for her but me. And, um, and I run into, you know, several families who are like that. I do find that there is some cultural basis to it that some people, it's their culture really to not ever allow anyone else to come in and only family can take care of, of a family member. So, I mean, I get that, but there is help and, and there, there are resources out there is what I'm saying. So, so we've got the sandwich generation, we've got the guilt-ridden caregiver, and then the third is the hoarder. They show in the documentary, and um, I believe it's the filmmaker, I believe it's her dad is the hoarder. And he talks about he's ashamed and he's embarrassed and his family is ashamed and embarrassed and they've cleaned up his mess before. And then it just kind of gradually happens again. You know, he just, it, it's like kind of like snowballs. He just starts, he can't, I guess, can't part with certain things. At one point they say he has like, I think 123 polo shirts and why on earth do you need 123 polo shirts? But I know that there's some, psychological reasons that are, you know, tied to hoarding. But I cannot tell you how many families will call me and tell me, you know, they're embarrassed. And sometimes it takes them a minute to say it. And they don't even say the hoarding word. They'll say, you know, their house is super cluttered. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, like a lot of stuff. And then finally, they'll say the H word, you know, they are, I think they're a hoarder. I don't know really, honestly, why it is with some seniors and why we see, I kind of feel like I'm seeing more and more of it, to be honest with you. 
I, I don't know. That could be another show we could talk about because <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, this we could probably go really deep into why certain people become hoarders. But um, but the main common denominator with everyone who calls with the situation is maybe you know they're worried about their dad or mom, worried that they're going to fall, that they're stuck in this this mess. They need to get them out, or many times. They did fall. Now we've got to get rid of this, all this stuff, get rid of the house and get them moved into assisted living. And there's the embarrassment of the hoarder. Plus, they're not happy that their kids are having to go through their stuff and get rid of it because the stuff means something to them. Um, I mean, they have such like a such an attachment to all of this stuff. And then, you know, the, and then the kid, the kids, the adult kids are ashamed and embarrassed as well. So it's just, it's a sad situation all around. But I find when I, when someone starts telling me and they finally say, okay, I think they're a hoarder. <laughs> it seems like there's such relief when I tell them, you're not the first person to tell me this. I hear it all the time. So I think it's, it's good to acknowledge. And I'm glad that they showed a hoarder in this documentary just to show that this is something that's, that is, um, I hate to say a common occurrence, but it's pretty common. Okay, so the fourth and last type of caregiver or caregiver relationship is the complicated relationship. And this is also the filmmaker, hers is a very complicated relationship with her mother. And she'll tell the story, you know, I, I definitely advise you to watch the documentary, but basically the mother because they had all these kids and then the mother left and they were maybe like 13 at the oldest and then all these other kids. So the dad raised the kids and the kids kind of raised each other. And then the mom comes back into the picture and now she has all these health issues and she has some dementia. And so it's a very complicated relationship. And it's, it's a hard thing to think of someone who maybe left your family like that and now you need to care for her. And where do you find that grace, basically? I mean, honestly, it's just to have that grace to be able to forgive and to take care of her when she didn't take care of you. And that's a pretty common one as well. You know, we, as I said, you know, I've talked to so many families through the years. There's a lot of complicated relationships out there. And I mean, I think probably any family, you know, you've got, there's some trauma with everyone. There's some, some things that happen that maybe you have some resentment toward a parent or to someone. So, so I could see where it's hard. And that, and, and that happens a lot when families will call, we have to sort of kind of get through some of this resentment toward a family member or toward a mom or toward a dad. And so, you love your parent, but now you're having to take care of them. And maybe, you know, there's some anger and bitterness, which make can make it harder to be a caregiver. So super common. So that's, that was kind of like the big thing for me. And I think everyone would, will get something different out of watching this documentary. But for me, it's these four different types of families. So the sandwich generation, the guilt ridden caregiver, the hoarder, and the complicated relationship. Kind of moving past that, some of the other things that I just, I wrote these down because they stood out to me or just kind of touched me and, and what they said. And I want to share these with you. So instead of caring for a parent, be seeing it as a burden, turn it around, see it as a blessing. Also, 
grace and humor will get you through everything. And I 100% agree with that because my grandmother, as y'all know, had dementia. And of course, with someone with dementia, they repeat themselves all the time. They, you know, they live in the, in the past. But sometimes she just would do things that were just funny. I mean, you just had to, you just had to laugh. It was funny. Like, she was telling you she was going on a date one night. She was, you know, had been out dancing and she's like telling us all about it. And it's like, oh, well, okay. You know, so you just have to kind of go there and enjoy those moments of, of humor, whether they have dementia or not, whatever it may be. There's, there's always some humor to be found. Another thing that they mentioned was caring for an aging parent may be the hardest job, but it is the most wonderful and rewarding love and forgiveness. And that was really with the complicated relationship. That's a big one. And, and I know some things are very hard to forgive. But I think her forgiveness and and taking care of her mother, I think that probably healed her a lot, a lot of what she was hanging on to for her mother having left her. So like I said, you'll have to, I can't do the story justice. So you have to go back and she'll, she tells the whole story of what happened. Oh, I love this. I think it was one of the seniors who said this that was being interviewed. They may be old on the outside, but the light still shines on inside. And I think that's so true because no matter how old I get, I still feel like I felt when I was 24, 25. So physically, I am not that, obviously, but still like mentally, I still feel that way. And that's what they were saying, too. They still, they've changed on the outside, but not on the inside. That light is still shining. Also, when you're, you know, caring for an aging family member, just remember they've lived a whole life that is filled with memories. Listen to them. Ask questions. Be patient. Be patient. I had to say that one twice. And refuel. Take care of yourself. You know, take a moment to recharge. You know the saying about the oxygen thing that drops in the plane and, you know, you need to put it on yourself before the person you're caring for or for the child. You know how that story goes. We've all flown. (laughs) So just remember that. Care for yourself. And then also remember, you are not alone as the caregiver. Guys, you've got... 48 million Americans out there who are caregivers as well. And then the last thing, you know, to leave y'all with is I think sometimes people don't realize that there are resources available. And, you know, as we've talked before, it can be confusing Googling and trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be right for whatever your situation is. So that's why the service that I provide is why why it exists and why, you know, if you have questions about what is independent living or is it time to go to assisted living or a memory care, how do you afford it? How do you bring care into the house? What resources are available? That's where my service comes into play and how I want to help y'all. So please, if you're a caregiver, you're feeling overwhelmed or you know someone who is, we have answers for you. So please do reach out. My website is lauriewilliams-seniorservices.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can check out all of the podcasts we've done. I think this is episode 52. So there's a lot of listening you can do. (laughs) You can also always contact us. There's a contact form on my website 
go there and complete it. And you will hear either from myself or a member of my team. We are happy to help you, you know, figure out what options are available for you or for your loved one. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please share the podcast with your friends and we will see you next week. Bye-bye.